welcome back to yet another episode of the tight beam our first of november if you can believe it time is going so fast i am joined as always by my co-hosts andrea and fred andrea how you doing today I am doing fantastic. Report cards have been submitted. I feel a little bit freer. So it's been good. Good. Get rid of those kids and their grades. Yep. Pick them out. And Fred, how you doing, buddy? I am rocking it. I'm feeling a little older, a little wiser, a little happier. And why is that, Fred? It was my birthday yesterday. And Woo-hoo! part of that, I gave everybody an extra hour to sleep in today. Wow, that is so kind of you. Cannot believe you were so gracious. You respect daylight savings time or not. Anyway. (laughs) Either way, you're getting an extra hour. Arizona, half of Australia, I don't care. You're getting it. (laughs) Just getting that hour. Yes, so we've we've got a lot of birthday things going on in our notes here. So Fred's birthday was yesterday. Um, We have Andrea's birthday was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we we had planned to get together to record every, like, <laughs> let me tell you, the world went wrong for everyone that week. Uh, that week was but... <laughs> insane. <laughs> so we're here now. So but we didn't want to forget your birthday. So happy birthday. Wow. Thank you. A little bit older and wiser, I guess. I don't know. About <laughs> everybody, wise, but... everybody has to say that now when we mention their birthday. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my birthday is uh, also close at hand. So that's very fun. I'm not yet older and wiser, but I soon will be. Um, and then the most important birthday, MJ. It's Woo-hoo. almost MJ's birthday. She's and, turning... that, and that's Mara Jade, our dog. Yes. Yeah. Just, just in case. I mean, we're. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be together again by her birthday. But we wanted. To, we didn't want to forget her because she is integral to the making of this show. She's keeping my feet warm right now. Oh, good for her, because it's your birthday weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's your birthday weekend. Um, you give everyone an extra hour, and MJ gives you warm feet. That's, That's how it works. Good trade. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's all I got. Welcome to the show. <laughs> all right. So um, before we get into what this particular episode is about, which is a teaser breakdown, um, we wanted to just give you guys some reminders. Um, The first one being that Leviathan Falls uh, was pushed back to November 30th. Um, It is said that it's because of COVID supply issues. I think, isn't that the cargo ships and stuff like that? (laughs) Um, Something like that. I forget what it is for books but there has there's been a widespread like it and it they've been talking about it for a while a widespread issue with books just like everything else probably like staffing and supplies for printing and things like that so um you know it's kind of a mess for everybody including books yeah it's coming it's it's there um but you can um, pre-order all your books so that you are prepared if you are waiting and you're a little bit antsy you can either watch the show again or even just read the the last book before this one comes out mm-hmm. you can even read babylon's ashes and get mm-hmm. ready for season six so i'm gonna do um 
cos expanse cosplay leak ended um again we you know we were just gonna boost it again but now it's over and we get to talk about the winners the winners this year were very exciting very cool um i'm gonna just you know name off the top of my head we got miss missy mandy uh did julie mao uh, with with the proto proto Julie Mao, um, Crystal Clear Crystal did uh, season five Avasarala with that blue leather jacket. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, very exciting. Um, my favorite personally was Annie, um, whose Twitter handle is escape me right now. It's like Loria something. Um, she did pregnant Elise Holden. Oh yes, with, with like a very funny t-shirt and like Holden's copy of of Don Quixote, so that was very funny. Um, gosh, our, our friend John from Abraxas Precipice uh, had a Belter cosplay. Uh, so there was all kinds of really cool stuff going on. Really great costumes. The yeah. um. The judge for the cosplay contest was the Angry Belter. Again, I forgot to grab his name because I kind of just slapped this back in the notes here. Uh, but it was just a really good time. I'm glad everybody, you know, got to show off their creativity and all that. Uh, definitely love Expanse Cosplay Week. I, as a reminder, I did season five Holden. Very fun, very cool, sad, uh, and pushing buttons. Pushing buttons. Push all buttons. you can do. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. For season six, again, it's coming up December 10th. Um, it will be six episodes, and they will drop weekly. Uh, we'll try and record a breakdown uh, as soon after each episode as we can. Uh, the premiere and final finale sorry, are directed by uh, Brock, sorry, Breck Esner, and the finale will be 65 minutes long, which will be the longest episode of The Expense to date. So grab your popcorn. The big boy. I'm so excited. Anxious, but excited. It'll be amazing. It's going to be so good. I just looking at these beautiful people in these beautiful costumes and sets one last time. Mm -hmm. Emotional. It's been such a big part of our lives. It really has. It really has. So, but we'll, we'll cry about that later. No downers today. But we're going to do something fun and exciting since we're not going to do downers today. The teaser breakdown. We're going to watch the teaser together. Um, so here's what we're going to do for our listeners at home. Uh, we changed our plans a little bit and we're going to watch the teaser with pauses at six seconds, 17 seconds and 27 seconds for discussion. So if you want to watch along. Uh, make sure you if you know you you pause at those moments because that's when we'll stop and talk about what we've just watched. Uh, we will also be including the audio with the episode. Sorry, I didn't understand my own notes when I literally just wrote down ten minutes ago. Um, we're going to be including the audio from the teaser in this episode as well, in case you just want to listen to the beautiful like sound effects, the beautiful voices of those beautiful cast people that we know and love um, instead of just watching it long. So that way, you know, everybody gets a little something, something. So we're gonna do that now. So ladies and gentlemen, switch over to your YouTube tabs where we can see 
little Mr. James Holden. All in blue. And whenever, let me know when you're ready and we'll hit that play button. Punch oh, we are it, ready. Chewy. All right, I'm punching it in three, two, one, click. Everyone brace. Okay. Now, first of all, this is this looks like a fake out. Number one, because does this look like the tie-in to anybody else? I'm not making that up, right? Doesn't look like a what? The Tynan? Ashford ship. Oh. It looks like the bridge of Ashford's ship. Maybe Drummer took it up. That would be that'd be intense. So let's see. We've got all kinds of stuff. So okay, like so I said, let's start from the top. We have Holden behind the pilot seat. It looks yeah. like of the Rosinante. Yeah, uh, we in do. full armor. So he's going into battle. And it looks like they're doing a high-speed burn. Mm-hmm. Then immediately we, after that, we have what looks like... Why am I blanking on her name? Drummer. Nope. Oh, am I looking ahead? Um, at, we're still at one second. Oh, Jesus. Naomi? <laughs> Naomi, thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Naomi. Um, she has her helmet on, and it's very blurry. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, again, she's on the Rosinante, and she's um, falling to the side. It looks and like a it... bunch of people unstrapped in. What are yeah. you doing, guys? Strap in, guys. Not safe. Yeah, and then we have Drummer, and she also seems like she's in distress. Doesn't look like her ship is going... Oh, you're you're jumping ahead. You're missing at two seconds here. There's We're, the gun battle between the Rosinante and someone I else. Already said that. <laughs> this is a hot mess. Should we start again? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're fine. We're fine. I think everybody understood the assignment a little differently. So we're doing great. That's exactly what we want. Teamwork. So yeah, it does. It does look like Drummer is on the Tynan. Question mark. Curious. And do you guys think that this battle that Holden is undergoing is as he goes through the ring to get? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a. So here's the thing. So I'm pretty sure we're just going to have a lot of skirmishes. Yeah. Because you have. The, you know, Marco's Free Navy now controls the ring. Um, and the fleets of Earth and Mars have kind of been a little bit messed up for one reason or another. So I feel like you're going to have crews like the Rosinante going on different kind of, you know, missions and things. And they're probably, people are probably, given Marco's tunnel vision obsession with destroying Holden, Naomi, and the Rosinante that his people are on the lookout for them. And so anytime they adventure out, there's going to be eyes out for them. So I just feel like there's a lot of battles they're going to go through. Part of that is because I don't see the ring in any of these shots. So I feel like it's just 
a bunch of fighty boys. I feel like, and the thing is, you know, these trailers, they can cut a bunch of things together. So Most we, definitely. we could have like a thousand different things going on here. That none of it is, none of it is what we think it is. So all I get from like this opening segment here, these first six seconds is that we're going to have a lot of fights and if that slumped over body is anything to go by, perhaps some loss or at least some, you know, things where they're like, oh, no, they're dead. And they're like, no, 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 they're fine. They're fine. They tricked us. We're okay. Right. So that's what I'm getting. What about y'all? Give no, me your I thoughts. I completely agree. They can really psych us with, uh, with just the teaser. So if we go back to the gun battle, that was at about three seconds there. In the background, you can see a starscape, so that definitely means they're not fighting in the ring space for this particular battle. But yeah, you're you're right. It could be a, a cut of one fight scene directly after another, so this could not be related. But for season six, I, I definitely expect uh, some fighting to occur to take back Medina. Mm-hmm. And to just get rid of like i think there's going to be all because you're going to have basically marco has opened the system up entirely to war mm-hmm. because you have people who are going to side with marco people who aren't going to side with marco you have mars you have earth you have independent ships who might be conscripted by those powers because you know earth's biggest ships were all wiped out at the ring and mars has effed off to wherever they're going because those ships diverted um, because they're, I mean, clearly they're sided with Marco and this Admiral Duarte figure that was mentioned at the end of season five. Mm-hmm. So you have to imagine that the, the system is completely in chaos at this point. And so you're going to have just like skirmishes one way or another of either belters who are with Marco, who want to send a message or to help Marco by like, wiping out random ships you're going to have ships that help earth and mars um kind of try and create some kind of order you're going to have ships that are just protecting people so it's kind of going to be a little bit of a mess and the rasinante is one of the only it's the only independent you know gunship that we know of that isn't like a belter faction ship so we're going to have a bit of a kind of issue where i feel like you know, you know, in The Godfather, when he's like, every time I think I'm out, they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> yep. yep. That's going to be Holden. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I mean, the guy is also obsessed with, like, doing the right thing. So either way, that the Rossi is going to be pulled into this chaos. I mean, Drummer's probably going to be, I mean, we saw her go against Marco, so, like, She's going to be out there fighting to defend herself. You have ships who are just trying to like go about their business. They're going to be defenseless. It's just going to be a free for all. Yeah. So honestly, anything can happen. And any of this could be anything at this point. There's just not enough, like there's not enough context clues throughout the rest of the teaser to kind of allude to what's going on and what kind of battles we have to look forward to. We really only can go off of what, the season five set up for us and maybe what we know from the books, but they already did a lot of book six stuff in season five. So, and it's action packed. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. So Let's if I heard go. you right, oh, there's what six factions, like major factions. Okay. So you, have, you have earth, earth, Mars, 
Mars, Marco. Marco, the Free Navy. You have whatever is going on with Cortazar and, and the rogue Martians. You have the Rosinante. You have the Rosinante. So, okay, you have the divergent split of Mars. So that you've already counted that one. Yes. So that's, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure if it was from the books or if it was from the last season, but they said about a third of the Martian Navy uh, defected. Yeah. And then you have um, the belt. Mm-hmm. The independent and, belt. Yeah. So the belt is made up of several factions. As we know, there's many different leaders, but um, yeah. we're we're going to assume they're going to band together uh, to fight yeah. for the and, belt. And no spoilers for book six, but uh, one of the things that Ty and Daniel used to say about book six was that it was the expanse's version of war and peace. Sorry, hold on. Let me split that up. War and peace. We have to remember sometimes that there is a character named War and Peace. So if you don't say it correctly, <laughs> you're going to be a little confusing. Um, so part of that was facing the ideas of both living in war and living in peace. And so mm-hmm. you have a ton of people in the system who are just trying to survive. And they already hinted at se- in season five that there's going to be an issue of food for a lot of belters because their earth was, you know, knocked out of the game. And that's where a ton of the food still comes from. Um, Ganymede, we don't know where it's going to fall in any of this. Like there is going to be an issue of what is going to happen when the entire system, first of all, the entire infrastructure of the system collapses. And then when all the people in that system then go to war or somebody claims all of it, and thus claims control of it and obviously is going to cause an issue with that. So like basically when I think of season six, I think big mess. And every time you have somebody claim something, someone else is going to be upset that someone has claimed it. And that just adds more turmoil. Yep. Big mess. Yep. So anything else? No. All right. Should we watch the next couple seconds? Let's do it. So we're going to stop again at what time? 17? 17. 17. Let's go. Three, two, one. Click. We're broken. Trying desperately to keep ourselves going by pretending we're not. We must remember the lives we've lost. Okay. First of all, very fascinating. I'm going to start. I want to talk about this shot that we're paused on because I just realized what was going on in it like two days ago. Which so, one? Uh, so if I'm pausing the same thing as you guys, I'm paused on a shot of Monica. Yeah. Like I'm right at 17. Okay. So Monica is in a room full of like UN body bags, probably military because I see a lot of military uniforms gone. But what really interests me in this shot isn't Monica. It isn't all the bodies. It's the fact that Avasarala is in the background of yeah. this shot. So now we've got Monica teaming up with Avasarala. We got so many team ups. We got more team ups than you could fit in your trunk. Um, (laughs) So I just wanted to stop because I saw this shot on Twitter the other day and realized I somehow completely missed that Avasarala is in the back of the shot because Monica is clearly the focus of this shot. And Monica, who obviously at the end of season five was involving herself in this conflict, much the way Holden does, but for different reasons. Um, So. They they kind of, it's a great shot for a teaser because you're so busy looking at one thing, you kind of miss the other thing in the background. Right. 
So anyway, that's that's my piece. What do you guys think of those few seconds? Tell um, me some things. So let's just start from the the monologue that Abasarala has then. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, "We're broken. We're mm-hmm. trying desperately to keep ourselves going by pretending that we're not." Um, which is very interesting because a lot of what happened in season six really broke the characters, mm-hmm. really pushed them to the edge. It's not just about what Naomi went through by herself. The whole entire Rasenante crew was split. Amos had to deal with his own things. Um, Peaches has to deal with her own things. Um, Alex's death is definitely going to take a toll on the Rasenante crew. Um, so they're trying they're going to try to survive but at the same time like it's difficult Mm. so i'm really happy that even though in season in season five they were so split now they're coming together as a family once again minus one (laughs) yeah i really Um, did oh go ahead no 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 go ahead i was just gonna agree with you i really like that this speech played over the rasinante crew yeah it does Um, specifically We first see Holden. I'm pretty sure he's about to grab a cup of coffee. Um, if not, then why do we need that scene? <laughs> Holden should only show up in things if he's just going to drink coffee. That's what he is there for. Uh, yeah, we have Naomi looking determined, looking like she is about to pop her collar, which is fantastic, um, with those belter tattoos. Um, Amos all suited up. Um, and there is a nice shot of the plague with the Rasinante crew. Um, and I think that the effect of it is just that lingering feeling that we see those three characters, but there is that one character missing, um, a very important familial part of the crew. And Avasarala. Apparently, so it, <laughs> the way they set up this this speech and this shot of the Rasinante plaque kind of makes you feel like Avasarala is taking his place on the Rasinante crew because she was included in that shot with the four, in this segment with the three of them. So it's like, all right, you got James Holden, you got Naomi Nagata, you got Amos Burton, and Christian Avasarala. Can you imagine her maneuvering the ship? Like, I'd be terrified. In her sari, just like her sari and like, uh, like her sari over, um, like an EVA suit because she has to be fashion baby. Yeah. You can't just roll up in a normal EVA suit and piloting the ship. It's going to be great. Spoilers. You heard it here first for season six. <laughs> anyway, Fred, what do you think? No, I think this is the the part in the, the trailer where like, it really hits you. Like everything that's happening, you go from that like action packed first couple seconds to more of a somber tone um, ending on uh, the plaque and, and then immediately after the, the bodies um it's really showing the the grit of war mm-hmm. yeah now does, does this foreshadow more deaths to come mm-hmm. because we see that action packed start and then i mean that very end that shot at 17 seconds is a bunch of bodies mm-hmm. um so i i really don't think anybody's safe <laughs> yeah yeah, and you know, you always kind of suspect that going into a final season. And it's hard with the expanse because spoiler alert, 
in in the books there's there's three more books um <laughs> if you didn't know but given that this is the final season and we you know there's no clear guarantee of any more after that which again we're not going to get into that um anything can happen yeah because we, we don't know what comes next so could be looking at a lot more body bags in the expanse space right. if you know what I'm saying. so yeah and then because absolutely like what you just said because there's this is the end of the TV series. They could drastically change things. Mm -hmm. So there is no future for this storyline. Mm -hmm. um, they could make heroic sacrifices. They could do a number of things. Yeah. Anything can happen. I mean, they already kind of drastically changed. You know, I, I'm trying to stall for my friends. Um, they could, they have already drastically changed the story so they could drastically change the story again like you said anything can happen in this crazy you know final season world yeah. oh, i don't have to stall anymore <laughs> i was like how long can i drag that point out while we change the batteries and <laughs> sorry so so one thing that i do while i i podcast is like i like to multitask and yeah i do my nails and the battery was running out and I couldn't change the battery myself. So I had to give it to Fred. So, yeah, I mean, this is the most Andrea problem that we could have on a podcast. <laughs> and honestly, I love it. Yeah. So I was trying to stall. That's why there was a long pause there, Fred. Because I was like, oh, no, do I think I can hold this out long enough? We but, are yeah. back. We're back. So, yeah, they already oh, to, just to give you a quick recap, Andrea, I was just reiterating that they already changed the show mm -hmm. drastically. So anything can happen. And they have yep. changed a lot of the storylines for the characters. Um, and to be honest, it just it has seemed very organic in the way that they have done it. Um, so if they do change more, if like, for example, like Holden or Naomi or, or other characters die, like I, I can trust that they will do it in an organic way. Yeah. And by All organic right. way, do you mean Game of Thrones way? I hope not. <laughs> we do not speak of that here. We will we will talk about that later. Not today. No doubt. All the listeners Fred, no are downers. so triggered right now. They're like <laughs> having war flashbacks. Don't worry. Well, I'm sure this will come up in conversation later. Yeah. I I know we'll talk about this again. All right. So now we're going to 27 seconds, a full 10 seconds before our next pause, ladies All and gentlemen. Right. Get ready. You got your game faces on. Yes. All right. And we are clicking in three, two, one, click. The pain we've suffered. Because with every new attack, Honor's power grows. All right. That was, was a lot. What time? 27. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> Calculated. All calculated. right. I perfectly, for the those of you listening, before we started recording, I perfectly calculated the shot with Fred. I was like, well, what about this? What if we go like a, a little bit earlier than he was? And because and, it, it's perfect. It's a perfect place to pause. It was, whole, it was a whole thing. Mathematics. So calculated. All okay. Right. So, so I want to, before we talk about every shot. Yes. Um, let's discuss what Avasarala is saying. And I have it in slow motion right now just because I want to see every shot really nice there. Yeah. So the pain you're suffering, 
because with every new attack, Inaro's power grows. And then that final shot at 27 is very powerful. That's Marco giving a gun to his son. Mm -hmm. um, so God only knows what he's asking him to do. So let's just go back to the first shot, 18 seconds. So we see, I'm a, I think that, I, I don't know, is that uh, Amos? It looks like yeah. Amos, but it could be could Holden. Be yeah, it looks like it, it's very skewed. I It's very hard to tell. They're definitely okay, so grimacing. They have the helmet on and there's lights going across the face. So it's kind of hard to tell, but. I got the vibe that this is in relation to the previous shot of him in the airlock. Okay. Because he's in the armor. I think it's Amos. I'm pretty sure it's Amos. I don't think I'm, it's I'm pretty sure it is, but it could be Holden. Oh, Because Holden did have his armor on yeah. earlier. People are going to be but riding. But he's flying the ship. Hey, he can move. He can be like Naomi, take over. Take over. West needs. Uh, but me. yeah, you're right. If you look in the background, that that does look like cargo that is strapped down. So it could be. Yeah. That could be Amos, and most likely is. Because yeah. he can do high G push-ups. Because he got them biceps. Just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> I appreciated it. I saw the smile, Fred. I appreciate the the smile. Thank you. I would no. I was admiring <laughs> the nerdy um, statement you made. Yeah. <laughs> High G push-ups. High G push-ups. Um, um, so uh, the next shot, I'm a little bit tossed because like this could be either or. It could be them mourning and them being extremely upset, but like. It could also be Naomi smiling and like I'm optimistic and hopeful, but it looks I like, like your have... optimism. I know, I know. But like <laughs> it really it's a little bit difficult because sometimes I, I mean it doesn't look like it's not giving a lot away, to be honest. Um, but it does look very tragic. I mean, hey, maybe maybe Amos actually did die. I don't know. As a book reader, and I'm not gonna say what scenes they are, I can tell you guys later. There are two book scenes I could see this fitting into and neither of them are good well one of them's fine one of them's fine actually one of them's fine the second one is less fine but <laughs> um yeah so there's a couple scenarios as someone who read the books again I will not give it away for those who don't that I can kind of see this fitting into however again the show has tricked me before yeah so I won't I won't hold to that but I don't know this girl looks looks distraught but i'm hoping andrea's right just for my own they, sake they just went Naomi through the they just went through high g maneuvers it yeah. was very panicky they survived another hugging because they love each other let's Naomi just pretend needs <laughs> girl needs a break so i i don't want to wish any more pain on her to me this um, looks like they just like the show is just ending and this is the final moment of the entire show oh or it's um she just killed the narrows but meaning she also killed her own son oh that like th that's the tragedy sad. you see on um in that grimace that would be tragic i'm interested in bobby's okay bobby now bobby's in the ring space because at one point in one of her shots yep. you can actually see reflections of the rings yep in her helmet, which is very cool. Well, that even so on the, cool. the full shot after she gets yeah. hit, you can see the outline of the ring. Um, this does not look good for her at all. No, she's she's got some sort of 
secret spooky plan um, going on here. And well, I, she has her armor on. She does have her armor on. Um, so she could be down, but not out. Uh, but yeah, it looks like trying to figure out if she's like maybe on the outside of Medina. But it's I, hard I'm, to I'm say. I'm guessing it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that big bad boy in the foreground here, I don't like the looks of him. But that could be part of Medina as well, for all I know. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. And then Clarissa seems to be having some sort of an issue on yep. the Rossi. Some sort of an issue. And that that also could be anything. Um, they've kind of alluded in interviews and stuff to the fact that, like, you know, she's she's trying to make herself a home on the Rocinante, but things aren't going well with Naomi, who has her own issues. Um, she probably but she just could burnt the lasagna. Having, could have burnt the lasagna. Um, she could be having implant issues. Like it could be yeah. a whole host of things. Um, but either way, she don't look. She don't look too well. Maybe someone's blasting music too loud. Maybe it's like someone's trying to like spook her out and is blasting like. Or some sort maybe of wild Holden music. and Naomi are doing the hokey pokey, and she can't stand listening to them. <laughs> maybe she crossed a two four the night before, and she's. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anything can happen. It's season six. Um. And then, you know, first of all, every time I see a shot of this winter look on Avasarala, I am floored. I don't know if you yeah. guys saw it on Twitter. They posted pictures on Twitter. Um, and there's like, a, what is it, a promo stills of her in this um, down on Earth. But like, girl, the fashion, I'm going to miss the costume designs yeah. of Joanne on this show for forever but specifically outfits like this she looks warm she looks cozy yes she looks stressed but you know what she ain't cold she ain't cold, she ain't cold. but that, that you know that's my <laughs> that's me memeing to get through the pain yeah she looks like <laughs> she is um there's guys with weapons behind her yeah or at least one soldier um so i mean the interesting thing is that we already know from this that Bobby and Avasarala are not going to be together this season. Um, and I think that um, that will be important because they have been sort of like a dynamic duo and a, a foundation for one another. Um. So afterwards, we see some missile launches. Um, and directly after, again, it doesn't have to be correlated. Um, a ship is being attacked and people are being thrown so, into smithereens. There is a guy with a backpack, but I don't, I can't really take a the look view, at the where I paused it. It looks like I can make out the word Tycho on the backpack. On the backpack? Yeah, that's what I was trying to, to take but a look at. That T could be an I, and I, I don't know. Yeah, they could be anywhere. It's it's tough because like it also looks like the Olympic rings are in that white space on top of the backpack. <laughs> They're going to the Olympics. It's the Planetary <laughs> Olympics. Um, but yeah, I mean, could be anywhere. Anything could be happening. There's so few details, but so bit so many bangs. Yeah, a lot of bangs. 
a lot of bangs, that anything could be happening. And we do know that Tycho was a particular favorite target of Marco because he was attacking the centers of power for different factions of the solar mm -hmm. system. And again, specifically really wanting to kill Holden. So, and Naomi, but you know, that, that was a whole different plan that got screwed up because of Naomi being very smart and cool. Um, but so, so I can imagine he'd try again. And now that he has like the firepower of like more of the belt behind him because he has le legitimacy now and things like that. Um, anything can happen. He really could be attacking anywhere. Cause then this shot of him, everyone cheering for him, trying to see if I could figure out what system or what station this could be. I mean, this looks like the series docks. If I'm remembering the series docks correctly, we haven't seen them in a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but this definitely looks like the series docks and like he has mad followers now, you know? So anybody could attack anywhere in the name of Marco and Aro. So it doesn't necessarily even have to be Marco himself. So it's, again, I bring up chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. A hot mess. Mm-hmm. All right, and then speaking of Does hot messes, you have it thoughts, looks... Fred. Oh yes. No, I, I really liked what you had to say there. Andrea um, thoughts. <laughs> no, I was going to say like everything is a bang, and then you see um, more strikes onto Earth. Um, so I don't know if this will be kind of like a replay of what we have seen, because mm -hmm. it looks like it's it's a camera. Um, displaying what's happening so i don't know I if saw it's that too. um if it's a recording of what like of like a news thing um but there's a giant nuke and then all of a sudden we have uh people chanting for marcos god i cut you off what were you gonna say oh no that's exactly what i was going to to break into was the next scene um which andrea just just went through is it looks like camera footage or radar footage. Mm -hmm. um, you see a bunch of triangles uh, and then you see the rock or the nuke or something coming uh, to hit Earth. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually trying to read the logo here. Um, inter something. I don't want to say international because it's not quite, that's not how it works anymore. Inter something all. Uh, astronomical or astrological something group survey, survey group survey, survey group. group okay yeah so this absolutely could be because i feel like we've seen that logo and that name before in similar footage shots before isn't that the same group that got uh, disintegrated above venus oh it could be i was also wondering if they were the same group that philip attacked mm. so it's it's basically it's you know clearly it's somebody who like watches for asteroids or stars or things like that like uh maybe keeping an eye out for more rocks falling on earth um something like that and then the next scene we go to looks like um either it's on a belter base somewhere or on a ship uh, where everyone is cheering marco and this one seems like this harkens back to season one mm -hmm. where it used to be not Marco's face, but remember the cat. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we've come full circle here. 
I mean, anybody who knows me knows that one of my favorite dynamics from the books was the way they set up the dichotomy between Holden and Marco through Naomi's storyline and kind of retroactively explaining, you know, how she came to why she's so tough on on Holden about some of his worst impulses and also why she came to fall in love with him. Uh, based on this guy and now the reversal of fortunes from, you know, Holden and what he did out of a place of, you know, trying to do the right thing. And Marco trying to do the right thing, but at the same time wanting to put his face on it. So you had Holden whose face was plastered everywhere for what he did and not necessarily wanting that attention versus Marco who wants his face plastered on everything and wants the credit for all these things. Like I've always found that dichotomy really interesting and I'm really hoping and excited that we actually get a touch on it this season because they kind of did a little bit in season five, but not really because they also kind of weirdly set drummer up as a foil to Marco, which wasn't a thing in the books. Um, so I, I'm glad you pointed that out, Fred, because that's something I was kind of hoping season six would like. Sorry, my hands keep sticking together because I put lotion on. Um, <laughs> that I'm hoping season six at least touches on because that was a really important through line for books four and five or four and five, five and six was this kind of intentional difference between the two men, but having the same kind of parallel trajectories like I, f I always found that really interesting so no oh, really good points uh, i'm really looking forward to see how this plays out in season six mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just him getting on that crate pisses me off <laughs> <laughs> then he gets on a soapbox oh wait happy birthday to keon alexander no the other kidding, day. we love keon and i i when i tweeted like happy birthday i said i know i talk a lot of ish but you're really awesome, and you know I'm really glad we've gotten to see you play Marco, um, because he he likes all of my like Marco hate tweets. So he's very funny. All right, so you ready? Yeah, we're ready for the next section. Oh, hold the on before section. before we go on go on just hit, um, hit so we see Marco. Um, get on a soapbox and you know speak to the his people and then immediately at the next scene we have that that moment where marco gives uh philip a gun very interesting turnabout maybe he'll like turn around and shoot his father one can hope one can dream <laughs> <laughs> all right all right why so we're going into Oh, do we have to stop at a specific section? Well, I was just saying this is our final section. Oh. So yeah. we will so it not goes be to, pausing until it's over. Yeah, it goes to about 39 seconds, and then it goes to the the final splash screen. Yeah, so yeah. get ready. We're going. We're going all the way. Go ahead, Andrew. Count us in. Two, one, go. You and I were meant to be out here in the darkness, in the fight. That's who we are born to be. <laughs> you and me were born to be in the darkness in the fight or meant to be in the darkness in the fight that's who we were born to be 
Oh, such punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Marco Anaros, he really... So I, I watched The Bachelorette, and there was this clip we all kept watching over and over from the promo of this one guy, like, crying, going, he really pushes my effing buttons, man. <laughs> and that's what you just reminded me of. Like, yep. he really pushes your effing buttons. Is that the guy who, like, got his, like coat on the pool yes! or <laughs> I don't that watch so it I just saw a video of it now that. that is okay. so funny All that right. you know that <laughs> the expanse <laughs> oh sorry we just had a moment <laughs> yeah so shows. oh you don't want to you don't want to lose a million brain cells per second so we gotta so you know the most important thing in this segment that we really gotta break down is Marco's man bun yeah. <laughs> Marco's man bun. Because he, he grew his hair out a little bit since we last saw him, and now he has a man bun. Yep. <laughs> he can't get any more Chad than that. <laughs> See, wow. again, you know, if you talk to Marco, he'd be like, we're fighting the Chad James Holden. Yeah. And then everybody else is just like, we're fighting the Chad Marco Anaros. So crazy. <laughs> So other than the man bun. <laughs> All right. So we see them on a ship. We see that there's a lot of tussle. We do see. Um, oh, my God. Marco's son. Philip. Philip. Yes. Um, I don't know why I just had a brain. Fire. I love that. Like it's Marco's this... son. Yeah. And <laughs> Naomi's son. Let's not forget. So we see Naomi's beautiful son, Philip. Um, in a ship, and I think that they're getting tousled because he does have like a, a pushback, and uh, there's some flashes on the the ship, and mm. then Marco's saying fire, um, and then we cut away from that. So they are also going to be part of a fight. It might be with the Rossi crew. We never know. Mm -hmm. It looks like to me that it might be like uh, a really small craft where they're maybe trying to breach another ship. You know mm -hmm. how they have those really small um, containers that they, they launch across and they attach? Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like that because there's a bunch of people in the same, it looks like a pod almost, but it, it's just such a fast glimpse you can't really tell. It does look like, I will say, it does look like the Pella Bridge because you can see a lot of the same lighting fixtures and things that the Rossi has. Okay. I think, so the Pella's Bridge, I don't know if you remember what it looks like, but it was kind of like the Rossi's Bridge, but because it was a bigger an, a bigger class of ship, I forget what um, class, Martian class it is, um, their ops deck is kind of more, like they have the same amount of floors or something like that, but it's more, um, God, I'm trying to figure out. So Marco's center console is on its own platform in the middle. Like that, like the Rossi's one is in the back of the ops deck. Yep. His is kind of right in the middle. And then there's like three or four levels and they're all circular. And this looks like he's sitting on one of those crew levels. Um, like, I don't think we got a really good look at any of the uh, stations on those on you know because i think there was only one scene and it was the very last scene in season five where we saw them strapped into their things so i i want to say they are on the pella um 
But then the next shot looks more like they were on a breaching pod. So it's very, the cutting around is very, because the next shot is when you see a bunch of belters or, yeah, because there's drummer. Is that drummer? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you drummer. see, yeah. So you see a bunch of people having a firefight in what looks like a cargo bay or an area built with cargo spaces. So they're like, I. it's hard to tell if they're jumping from like a breaching pod scene and a ship scene and blah, blah, blah. But based on like the one panel behind Marco in the shot at 32 seconds, like kind of in front of him to the left, that kind of looks like the wall of the Rossi where Holden is always leaning against looking brooding. Oh God, yeah. I hope not. That would not be nice. What? If it was him on the, on the Rossi. Oh, oh no, oh, no just... it's not. It, it like has the same aesthetic look. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I got the you. Pella I got you. and the Rossi are both Martian design. They okay, should be yeah, yeah. similar because of their design. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see uh, a close-up of Drummer's face, and you can clearly see there there's blood. Uh, it looks like it's on her face, not on the mask. Yeah. I'm trying to pull the shot back up. So we're at 33 seconds. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to... Yeah. Yeah, she She's might have hit her head onto the helmet, and mm. now she's bleeding. Or she just wore paint. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that, too, to be honest. Mm. So she can identify herself from the other yeah. people. And then we see more of Man Bun himself. <laughs> Mr. Man Bun. Marco Man Bun. Now... I have a shot I want to talk about because it's one from one of my favorite moments. It looks like a scene that's one of my favorite moments in book six. And I won't go too deep into it, but it does involve Clarissa and it does involve Holden. And there's a shot of Clarissa looking like she's a little maybe out of control in a vac suit. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me of that scene. I don't know if you guys remember it. Um... But I'm I'm hoping we get to see it because it, it's a really cool scene in the book. Um, but we'll see. I'll tell you later off screen because it's a spoiler for people <laughs> who don't read the books. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hurt nobody. No, I think I know which one you're referencing. Um, but I'm glad that she will have more of an impact in what's going to be happening next. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, the next shot is so beautiful. So cool. That ship, so nice. The ship that was parked over Laconia at the end of season five. And it's looking a bit spooky. It's yeah. a little bit spooky. He even looks like he got cobwebs on him. Like, they really were like, happy Halloween, kids. Yeah. No kidding. So that's very cool. And the shot of, the very concerning shot of a young lady... Being looked at the way we've seen people looked at through the eyes of the of Proto Protokoa, what is his name? The boy who turned into a proto man. Um Katoa? Katoa, yes. yes. Yeah, Proto Pro Katoa. Pro Katoa. Um so we it looks like we're getting back into some proto molecule stuff. Um and she's looking down, so it makes me really curious what's looking at her that she would have to look down to. 
I have some concerns. I'm not going to voice them. But uh, we basically have, you know, for a friendly reminder, things that are infected, living things that are infected with the protomolecule can literally see your insides like x-ray vision, except worse. Um, they can see how you work. So we're definitely looking at this girl through the eyes of something that is deeply infected with the protomolecule or is part of that protomolecule network. Yeah, that's kind of like a deconstruction. Yeah. Um, and it looks like she's in a forest um, yeah. as this is happening. So she's probably leading somebody. Um, Maybe this is a call out to um, strange dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoiler police. Wait, wait, yeah, what's right. the, the line from the office? Warning, warning, warning. We're not actually going to do it, but I, I get that thought every time I think of spoilers. Is Kevin standing in the middle of the office screaming, yeah. warning, while everyone runs around in chaos. Um, and then the Rasanante looking like she in a little bit of a sticky situation, but yeah, hard to say what that sticky situation is, because let me tell you, there's a lot going on here. I just paused it. Go to 39 seconds, because I want to go through this with you guys real quick. Look at when you get there, look at the right side of the Rasinante and tell me if you notice anything. The 39 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, just just look at her. Tell, tell me what you see when you look at her on the right side of the Rasinante. Uh asteroid? She got a big old rock in yeah. her. Yeah, she, she got a wait, is that the Rossi? Yes, it is. I see the paint it job. Is. Okay. I see it the paint the job. Um and so at first, I was concerned about the explosion. But it's not on her. It's behind her. Oh, because yeah, it's moving. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, think so, it's an optical illusion. So Yeah. I, I, I would fully expect that this is maybe a rock that's being tossed. Yeah. That uh, the Rossi's trying to stop. I'm yeah. not concerned with the explosion. At first, I was. But then I remembered one of my favorite scenes from season three. When everyone who watched The Expanse was reminded that Holden has training in battle tactics. And he was like, fire a rocket, we'll fly through it. You yeah. know? So I feel like they're fine. They're probably flying through an explosion of some sort. Maybe not one of their own creation this time. Mm -hmm. But I think it's kind of like a shock fake out. Like, oh no, the Rossi got hit. Like, I don't think, I think she's flying through it. Because you can see the drive plume and the landing gear is in the back of the shot. Yeah. So they're flying into the explosion. And maybe that's just for them to be able to escape whatever's going on. Like, it's mm -hmm. a fake out. It could be anything. So, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on these final <sighs> seconds? Too much. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Big mess. Remember, big mess. Big mess. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think that they are going to deliver in all the action that they, they have been saying that we'll get. So pretty excited. Birthday boy? I'm in awe. I'm really looking forward to seeing what all these different uh, pieces are all going to to be uh, in the season. Um, waiting for December is going to take forever. Yeah, truly. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else before we wrap up this trailer breakdown? 
Yeah. Any last lingering thoughts about the that teaser there? I, I think I said say, I was about to say live long and prosper, but then I remembered it's the Expanse <laughs> and not Star Trek. We have to find something we can say to each other that's Expanse related. Because I remember one time me and Fred went back and forth with like other shows' version of saying goodbye to people. When we had that whole like, I think it was like a minute long back and forth at the end of an episode trying to just live long and prosper. This is the way. Hitch your tits and pucker up. It's, it's time to peel the paint. Time to peel the paint. I was going to say donkey balls, but... You could say that. Or remember the can't. Remember the can't. That's yo. a nice one. We can let's yeah, let's we'll start saying remember the can't. Um, well, during the last season. I mean, we should have started this when we started the show. <laughs> Way listen, to go, guys. If really we blues. ever we listen, we've talked about going back and doing some of the older stuff that we've never talked about. So hey, we can if we ever do that, we can pretend. That's Just true. Remember the can't. Um so before we go into our, our sign off, anything like that, um, we did ask a question uh, way back when, and we were talking about, you know, what are you excited for in season six? And we did get some answers. So the uh, first answer I have here is from now or St. Zhao on Twitter. Uh, who said, I'm excited to see Naomi and Holden together since they've been apart on season four and five. At least one kiss, that's all I ask, or at least the scene where they <laughs> mention a wedding. Uh, I do love the scene with the wedding. Uh, there's no actual wedding. It's a, it's a mention of a wedding. It's fun, though. Uh, I also want to see Peaches and Amos scenes, and I want Philip to be with Naomi and do something good. So uh, we've got Hassan Scarborough, Fatmatic, frequent listener and frequent caller, who said everything, which I think is valid. I agree uh, with that one. Everyone agrees with that. Just season six. That's it. That's what I look forward to in season six. Season six. Uh, Jeanette, or Belter Girl on Twitter, said, I want to see my badass ladies kick some ass. Amen. Mm-hmm. Jerry Skektek on Twitter said, I think seeing Marco getting his comeuppance is the number one thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jason or pilot Jason on Twitter. Hello, Reaper. I work, I technically work with him. Uh, Bobby back in the gunner seat on the flight deck of the Rossi, hoping for some badass railgun shots from our favorite Martian Marine. Now, there were two answers that we didn't, we either couldn't read on the show because they were spoilers or would start a whole uh, discussion of things we've already discussed in previous episodes. So we just want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to Lee Montgomery, Bcast underscore version on Twitter, and DP, DJ DPZ on Twitter for your responses. Thank you so much. We are very happy to hear from you. And we want to hear from more of you. So this is still an open question. And I will tweet about it again when this episode goes out. Let us know what you're excited for or what you hope to see from season six. Friendly reminder, because I, I should have said this in the previous episode when I put this question in the first place, try and keep it to book five or six spoilers if you can. Uh, we don't want to really spoil anything from future books for people who don't read the books or are reading them along with the show. Um, but we will tweet this out. Tell us your hopes, dreams, excitements about season six. We'd love to hear from you and you may hear your answer on the show yeah and just as we wrap up um 
as you are tweeting and if you listened um, to this episode and you found that there were particular things that we discussed that you hadn't really thought about, let us know. Um, on Twitter, you can find us um, at the type beam um, at random chatter, or you can find us individually um, also on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is at catsbears. That's K-A-T-Z-B-E-A-R-Z. Shannon, where can they find you? You can find me almost anywhere at ShankBeezy. And Fred? You can find me on Twitter at Freddy1Kenobi. That's F-R-E-D-D-Y-W-O-N Kenobi. You can also email us um, at tightbeam at randomchatter.com if you have any other insight or if you just want to share your thoughts um, and you don't have uh, Twitter. You can also find our show and a lot of other shows at randomchatter.com. We don't just talk about The Expanse. We talk about superheroes, other TV shows, and more. Help us to spread the word about the tight beam. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Super appreciate it, actually. If you would leave reviews for our show on your podcast platform of choice, just letting people know what you like about the show or even like what you hope can be improved upon in the show. Like we've, I read them um, and we have definitely taken some cues from them in the past. Uh, you can also just, you know, leave a ranking. I know iTunes has like just stars where you can just click how many stars you'd like to leave us. And that would also be a huge help. It kind of gets more uh, exposure for the show. Or if people are kind of looking for something to listen to, they can get an idea of what uh, they can expect from our show. You can also share us on social media. We tweet every single episode, every single week, uh, not every single week. I don't know what I'm thinking. We don't record every week. Um, we post every single episode on Twitter. Uh, and sometimes previews and things like that. And it's a huge, huge, huge help to the show if you like share, you know, that content, either preview content or episodes, so that more people can kind of see that we're here, they can get an idea about our show, and maybe give us a listen. But another huge help, obviously, is word of mouth. Tell your friends about us, tell other Expanse fans about us, uh, tell them what you like, you know, and the kind of crazy hijinks we get into in here, because. You know, sometimes that's really fun to hear about because um, we, we would love to have more listeners, especially going into our final season following the show. Uh, we'd love to have more fans we could talk to, hear from, etc., etc. And the final housekeeping things of the episode, the music that you hear is Ursa Minor by South Butler and as silly as the sentence sounds, all trademarks are owned by the respective owners. Thank you and remember the can't. Remember the can't. Andrew, say it. What if we can't? I'm just kidding. Remember wow. the cat. <laughs> Bad jokes are coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs>